Yeah, boy! Oh, yeah. We are dishing it out once again, and this is one... This is one we've been waiting for for a long time. We teased it a little bit, and now it has come to fruition. We why, are here. Why are you so angry? I'm not angry. Why are you, why, why are you so angry? Don't make dude. me angry. Dude. You wouldn't like me when I'm angry. Yeah? Speaking of angry, we are here <laughs> on location at the one and only. One and only. Angry Garlic. Right here at the table, we are blessed with the presence of the owner, operator, proprietor of Janitor. the Angry Garlic. Janitor, dishwasher. Jack of all trades. Absolutely. Financier. Mr. Jeff Rogers. Jeff, what's up, man? What's going on, guys? Thank you for having me on the show. Dude, Absolutely. Oh, thank you. We're looking at a table full of food here, and I'm I got wood. You were uh you were you were talking, uh excuse me, we were you weren't talking, you weren't there. We were talking about Angry Garlic, I believe, on our very first episode, or at least in the first series of episodes. Yeah, the we first series, about yeah, because we were talking about places all around town that we want to make sure that we highlight because of Absolutely. Not only the excellent food, but the uh, generous uh, Speaking of food, staff. Jennifer it's right staff. in front of us. Stop. Don't getting, touch it yet. Getting tangled. Don't, 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 <laughs> don't touch it. Jesus. Jeff. Yes. I got a lot of questions. I got a, a barrage of questions for I you. Have plenty oh, of you answers. Thank you me those. That was good. Uh, well, I just finished them when I was here, when waiting for you, because you were late. Yeah. Uh, angry Garlic, right here in the beautiful town of Baldwinsville, New York, 29 Oswego Street, as a matter of fact. We're going to start right from the beginning. How did you start in the food service business? I know you've got a long history. I do. I've heard. I've heard. Uh, I have 27 years of history in this industry. Wow. Uh, it started. So you actually, started when you were eight years old. I started in 1991 as a, uh, a busboy slash barback slash dishwasher slash cigarette picker-upper in the parking lot attendant at Drumlin's Country Club, 1991. Wow. Nice. Yes. And uh, that's actually when I got my very first taste of uh, the bar service industry is when I started stock at the bar. And uh, the bar attendant, after about two months, generously let me start creating uh, the, the music list for the day or for the evening nice. behind the bar. So she let me sit there and pick what music I wanted to them to play for the awesome. evening for the golfers and this is this is back in the uh, <laughs> 80s. Yeah. yeah yeah so yeah. this is when you know mixtapes were Mi exactly were big yes right yeah. mixtapes for Jack yeah. Yannick there you go so you were making you were making mixtapes yes. so he was a master of mix mixtape mix master <clears throat> manager right. yes. vice yes. president in charge of audible <laughs> entertainment exactly there you go that's it sounds right much there. more efficient oh, than yes. cigarette picker upper yeah cigarette picker upper <laughs> in the parking ladder. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that's where I started in 1991, and um, from there uh, I lied on my resume and got a job at Clark's Ale House back when I was down in Armory Square at oh. 17 years old. That was uh, nice. pouring beers down there, and then um, my first bartending gig where I, I was working a full service bar uh, was at a bar called Tom and Jerry's in East Rochester, New York, and it was a dive. When I say dive, I mean it was a dive. A lot yeah. of cool cats hanging out there. It was. It was. Don't be so mousy. The average uh, age was probably seventy-three years old, and oh, nice. They, they drank Rob Roy's and vodka sours and gin gimlets, and that's what I. <laughs> that's why I started bartending. That Whoa, sounds like the kind of nice. place to go to pick up the ladies. Here's yeah. your quarter tip: don't spend it in one place. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
Yeah, and then, uh, you know, from there I was going to school, I was attending college, and uh, every time I'd move to a different town to pick up a different bartending gig, I'd, I'd pick up some classes at that specific uh, town I was in, and then next thing I know, I'm, I'm becoming a, a resort traveling bartender, and that's what I did for most of my college years, is travel nice. resort to resort and bartending. Nice, nice. And then uh, after I got out of that, you know, my, my goal was by the age of 30 to open up my first place, and... Two months before my 30th birthday, I did. I opened I up uh, the Burgundy Lounge downtown. I was going to ask nice. you that. Uh, at what point during that time of travel there that you just described, did you get the bug that you said, you know what, this is what I want to do? Uh, it was my junior year of college, actually. There, I decided uh, criminal law, which is what I was going to school for. I was going to school for uh, criminal justice, criminal law, with a minor in psychology. Uh, my junior year is when I decided that you know, I, I really don't have much interest in pursuing that career anymore. Right. And this is what I want to do the rest of my life. Nice. So. You're still dealing with the same people that you would in criminal law. You're just Very similar. The yes. other side <laughs> of the, and, and, and you and you pass the bar yes. every day. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, perfect. See what I did there, Bill? I, I, I got I'll you. I'll explain it to you later. Oh, I get it. See, that's a bar over I there. I get it. I see it. Oh, that. Pass oh, the, the bar. bar. I see yeah. it. Okay. Pass the trough. So let's go to the here and now. The Angry Garlic. It's Angry Garlic. Yeah, where'd, where'd you come up, where'd with, you that come up with the name? Uh, uh, another very long story that I'll shorten up. It came, it stemmed from a group text uh, between my brothers and I. Uh, my wife and I had narrowed down the name to about 32 names, mm -hmm. with uh, all containing the word garlic. And uh, I had a text going with my two brothers and... Uh, one of them being a little bit more relaxed and conservative, uh, you know, yeah, Jeff, they're all great names. I love them all. You'll succeed either way. And the other one being a little bit more direct, saying, no, Jeff, they're all terrible. You're going to fail miserably. And after a few weeks of... <laughs> Do I have one more brother? One more brother in the middle I just somewhere. Need, I, need the me I need the medium brother. I need the, I need the I, medium. I'm the medium brother. Yeah, great. <laughs> so just take, take your... You're like, forget it. I got this. I got this, you idiots. <laughs> and then... Uh, after going back and forth for a few weeks, uh, the uh, oldest brother there, uh, we thought we came up with the perfect name, which was going to be the Garlic House. And one brother says, you know what, great name. However, people could confuse it with a place where you just sell garlic. Understandable. Okay. And uh, the other brother said, it's by far the worst name you've come up with yet. Uh, it's effing terrible. Why are you so angry? And, uh, you know, I, I sent a text back saying, you know, I'm picturing your face right now, and you look like an angry piece of garlic. <laughs> and uh, the next morning, I woke up. I looked at my wife. I go, I got the name. She goes, what is it? I go, angry garlic. Yeah, because you can't call it brothers and asshole. No, you know? no, no, no. That'd be no. a bad name for a restaurant. Yeah, I don't think that's very marketable. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I can see the newspaper ad now. <laughs> Stop in and my brother. Never mind. Why the fo why the focus on garlic? Uh, I was going to go between two things: garlic or barbecue. And um, I felt that garlic was something that Central New York didn't have a concentration on. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of Italian, but garlic doesn't always mean Italian. Italian. And, yeah. uh, sure it does. <laughs> we invented it. It's from Italy. It's, it's true. Hard neck. Yeah, Italian girl. Yeah. But anyways, uh, so I decided to go uh, all American fusion with the concentration on garlic. Well, I'll tell you, since since the day you've opened and the first time I ever came in here, it's just been one dish better than the next. Thank you. You know, it's uh, incredible. Your your service here is is great. Even when the place has been completely packed, we've had nothing but great food and service. And 
you know. And oh. it had nothing to do with Billy telling me to try this place. <laughs> I did. I recommend it. You did. Highly recommended. Five stars. <laughs> Boy, you could say that about a lot of things. Yes, I can. So, yep. speaking of food, we got some dishes yeah, in, front of, in front of us here. We do. This. We absolutely do. I gave you a few of uh, our favorites. I gave you uh, one off the St. Patrick's Day menu that we have going until this Sunday. Uh, it's an appetizer called pot of balls. Ooh. Oh, I thought that Apologize. was... Apologize. Patio balls. Apologize for the language there, ladies and gentlemen. Pot. But you didn't mean to say pot? What the is this guy's problem? No, it's balls. Balls. <laughs> it's <some> balls. <laughs> Two things you you can relate to. Balls sure. and pot. Get out of here. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> no. These are uh, handmade uh, Reuben fritters that oh. we made in-house with uh, diced corned beef. There's some cream cheese in there, sauerkraut, of course. Uh, Dijon mustard, some spices, and then we made a Guinness grain mustard as a dipping sauce. Absolutely yeah. incredible. That uh, sounds amazing. You had me and I brought you. It, they're insane. <laughs> they're so, so good. Very quickly became our best-selling item are on the St. Patrick's Day. Are we going to try this nice. now or are we going to wait? Should we try now or I should think we wait? we should try it now. we should yeah. try now? Yeah. yeah. Here's, the part, here's the part where we try so hard not to chew into the microphone. Take a couple balls. But it doesn't, it doesn't scrap enough. There. Grab your balls. Is this the Dijon? That's, that's our, our uh, Guinness grain mustard. Oh, excuse me. No, that's mac and cheese. What's it look like? Sure. <laughs> yeah, these very, they, they very quickly became our best-selling item on the menu. The, the mustard alone I want to bathe in. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I just, like, licked the mustard off the fork before I bit into that. Just You're right. The mustard alone is, like, done deal. Wow, so you got a crunch? Yep. You got the creaminess inside. You got the corned beef in there. Wow, that mustard is incredible. Not too salty. This is really good. Are you going to explain a little bit about it so I can swallow this? Yep. They're not salty can, balls at all. We can hear how we can hear how it's mingling with your saliva. It's great. No, it's really good. It's not. So you think of, like me, I think a sauerkraut, yep. and you might think overpowering a little bit because the sauerkraut's got that real tangy taste. Yep. It's a, I think the cream cheese might offset it. Mellows it out a little yep, bit. Yep. yep. Absolutely. It's great. That is a great. And so, what are the, uh, what are the chances you think it would still be a big seller after St. Patrick's Day? You know, I'm not sure. I, I think it's, I think it'd do well, but maybe, maybe do it as like one of your weekly specials or something. Maybe run it once a week. Maybe. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, we'll see how many requests we get for after we run specials like this for a specialty menu. I always put it on Facebook and, and social media, market it, saying, hey, you know what? If I left this on the menu, how many of you think you'd still order it afterwards? And uh, right. that's one of the ways I love to get the guests involved that come in here is, you know, give them the option. So since you brought it up. Social media. Social media. Mm -hmm. A lot of businesses, restaurants use social media. Obviously, it's, you know, 2021. Yeah. You guys are above and beyond. You guys hammer down on your social media, and that's got to play a part in the success of your restaurant. I, I think it, it plays a great part in yeah. the success of the restaurant. I mean, obviously, my staff is ridiculously talented. My front of house and back of the house, they're incredible. They're absolutely incredible. So I think once I get guests through those front doors, mm -hmm. my staff does the rest. Yeah. You know, but getting the guests through the front doors, yeah, I think great part of it is social media marketing and um, staying positive and being on it you know once twice a day and just plugging away and presenting something new to the guests every time you post something I think is a, a very important part mm -hmm. who's in charge of the social media stuff I am you do it yeah that's right just, after that's his cigarette picker upper job yeah 
but that's just another that's just another thing that's like he's owns a place runs a place every time i've ever come in here whether it be to pick up food come say hi setting up for the band stuff you're always just hustling and bustling you're working your ass off all the time and then you're in charge of the social media as well. So I can, I can I attest. I can attest is what Jeff's going through because you know for what, six years there I had the bar, and uh, you, you can't you can't not be involved because once you stop being involved, shit just goes crazy. It, you know? it, it does. It, I mean, it doesn't matter when you just think you you let your guard down just a little bit, going, ah, I can relax now. No, no, because that's when something goes wrong. Some. Money comes missing, or, well, the, the, or the booze goes south, or you know. That's just, just it. There's so many moving components yeah. in this industry, uh, between the front of house and back of house, and everything behind the scenes that uh, average guest doesn't know about. Uh, there's so many moving components, especially when it's a cash business like mm-hmm. this. Uh, but yeah, you're absolutely right. There's a lot of items that can walk out the back door. Yep. No. Thankfully, in the two and a half years I've been open, I haven't had to worry about that one bit. Right. And my staff, like I said, they're just inc- they're so incredible, and I'm so blessed to have the staff that I do. Um, that I really have never had that problem, which in this industry really is very uncommon. Very uncommon. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you you almost you almost build your business model around knowing there's going to be that shrinkage, as they call it. Yes. And it, whether it's something that's just Innocent, like uh, you it know, it was cold. I was oh, in the pool. No, not that kind of shrinkage. <laughs> Whether it's something like a, a little on. bit of a longer <laughs> pour, a little bit of a longer pour for some of their better customers. Sometimes you ignore it, but after a while, that can get, that can start grabbing into your wallet as well. Well, yeah, so. that's that's theft as well. I mean, yeah. if the guest is only paying for an ounce and a half pour, and you're giving them two and a half ounces, then you're giving away an ounce every time. Exactly, that's theft. Right, and twenty-two of those equals a bottle, yeah. and a bottle equals uh, some profits. So yes, I hear absolutely. You. So what else we got here? Another thing I notice is uh, your commitment to bonding with other businesses in the area. That's uh, something I thoroughly enjoy doing. You, I'll be honest. Whether it's the um, what's the place down the road, the supply place, the the tra- Beaver Supply. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You recently put something up, giving them props. Yep. And in turn, we're going to get to that in a second. The marketing of your sauces, because that's something we want to talk about. Um, but even like. <clears throat> The Beeville community, and you're a big, huge part of that. And I don't know if you are the one that's rallying the troops, or just but like with the with the um, with the Beeville um, dining week, and then you got the taste of Beeville and stuff. Just I love the the bonding of the community. All the all you got, you know, because sometimes, like I was talking to Mike earlier, sometimes you you know you got the businesses that are you know oh. You know they're they're mm-hmm. at each other in competition. Right, right. Like some of the other townships around area, yeah, yeah. don't don't all play well together. No, that's yeah. very true. It's you know? uh, it's a unique experience in Baldensville because uh, we all play very well together and uh, we all encourage each other, support one another. Um, you know, pre-COVID, thankfully on a on a Friday and Saturday night when I wasn't taking reservations, we'd be on a two to three hour wait to get in the restaurant, right. and my greeters and servers and bartenders will all tell the guests the same thing, which is, you know, I'm, I'm sorry that, you know, we're on a two to three hour wait. Please try another restaurant in Baldensville tonight if you don't want to wait. Yep. However, come back and try us again some other time. Right. So we're always encouraging them, you know, stay local, stay in Beeville, try sure. these other fantastic yep. restaurants. But, you know, stop back again next week. Try us out again. So one thing that I um, can specifically remember, 
my duo played here for your one-year anniversary. Yes. You're what some would consider your competition directly across the street yeah. made you a giant pizza. Giant pizza with AG giant pizza. On it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> I was just like, that's awesome. Yeah. That is just that. That's a testament to the area, the area, and how you conduct your business. Right. Because obviously, you earned their respect. Right. Well, know. I, I know even my cousin is uh, manager up there at sales, uh, Nick Diulia. Yeah. Nothing but great things to say. I'm sure he's come down here and tipped a glass of expensive scotch every now and then. Absolutely. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, Nick's a great guy. Yeah. So we're going to have him on the show soon. So. Awesome. So let's talk about, we, we uh, dipped a toe in it a couple of minutes ago. You're expanding a little bit as far as your sauces. Yes. Bottling them up and getting them out there. It's getting aggressive. Nice. <laughs> it's getting angry. <laughs> nice. It is. It's getting very, very aggressive. We had... Um, we had 126 cases sitting in the basement that we had done just before COVID hit. Wow. And then uh, COVID hit, of course. So this launch was planned beforehand. The launch was planned before COVID. Oh, and then they finally were able to, to bottle them. I had a company out of Jersey bottling for me. And uh, they finally were able to bo- bottle them. The shipment came just after COVID hit. So I couldn't really sell them. Right, you know, right, right. Um, None of the stores were looking to put in new product because they just didn't know what the hell was going on at that point. Exactly, yeah. Which is completely understandable. Then in November, I got so tired of looking at all these cases in my basement and product <laughs> just sitting down there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they have a two-year expiration, so I wasn't so much worried about them expiring. I was just worried about, I have all this money and product tied up in the basement. How do I get rid of it? It's not the little Sharpie can't take care of, though. That's a very valid point. I didn't think about that. Expiration date. <laughs> Kidding. <sighs> Kidding. So, <laughs> go sell cell phones or something, will you please? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> My product. Oh, carry, carry on. Sorry. <laughs> so over at uh, the so, uh, Beeville Supply. Yeah, so, yeah, so my wife and I packed up the SUV with uh, a bunch of cases. I had a list of stores we wanted to hit and just present our product and say, you know, give us a try. And out of the 12 places we hit on a Monday, 10 of them immediately said, yeah, what do you have in the car right Bring now? Bring it on. Nice. Bring it on. Nice. So now uh, here we are. In November, that happened. By the second week of December, I was sold out of product. That's awesome. Yeah, all those cases were That's gone. Great. And then I had another shipment brought in uh, three weeks ago. I had another 115 cases brought in three weeks ago. And now, uh, right now, I'm down to six. Wow. So nice. I know it's, it's pretty neat. I know two of the places, two big local supporters, Spiras and Nichols. Yeah. Are, uh, yeah. They're the two big supporters of the local products. They are. Uh, they're both on board with you guys. So. Uh, Hope but she yeah. brings another one back. I, I just saw she stole your plate. She stole my plate. And your fork. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'll take the fork. I don't, I don't, I don't need a plate. I can deal with that. Uh, what do we got here? What's this? Uh, Said the man with no fork. I've got a fork. Oh, you, you son don't. of a bitch. You, you have a fork in a plate. This? Wow. Okay. Thank oh, you. see, she knew. She me, she's amazing. She gave me two forks. Amazing. I'm, well, she sees you. <laughs> she sees me. She's <laughs> the only guy gonna, I know is going to use about both to be hands. double fisted. <laughs> Shut and she, and she brought you this small plate. <laughs> Do I look like a small plate guy? Not at all. Really? It's all right. No, they're just going to shovel it in my mouth. It's all right. <laughs> so, yeah, let's try this. 
This risotto. is uh, okay. the Chef's Choice risotto. Every week we roll out a new risotto for the week. Uh, it's completely up to the chefs in their kitchen what they want to roll out. I have zero say in this really? dish. Uh, zero say. That was the agreement is that I can't determine anything with this particular dish. That's awesome. This week they rolled out an andouille sausage and Cajun shrimp risotto. What kind of sausage? Andouille. Can you think of a uh, pun for that one? Yeah. Do we want to try some of this? Oh, you and and Dewey. Dewey. I knew it was coming. Oh, there it is. There. <laughs> That's too big. Oh, Lord. They're way too big. <laughs> That's too big. She just bought him the biggest plate ever. <laughs> Probably a platter. And she, I think she, <laughs> she, she licked it before I mean, she I hope you don't have a big me. party. What are they going to bring the What are they going to bring the dishes out on? <laughs> she brought you the tray. <laughs> You're such a... She knows you so well already. Risotto. Risotto. Andouille sausage. Uh, Cajun shrimp. There is smoked Gouda cheese, roasted red peppers, sautéed red bell peppers. Nice. Garlic, of course. The holy trinity. Oh, it's absolutely delicious. We'll just do it like that. Let me show Scrape you it in there. There you go. All right. Save some for everyone else. Uh, no, no, I will not. There you go. It's lit- your plate's literally the same size as the server. My plate is the size of the table. <laughs> yeah, so this changes every single week, and uh, it's very quickly become our best-selling large plate on the menu. Because yeah, that's why I have a big large plate. By the way, I have to put in. Uh, I, I, really I was instructed good. when I told the lady I was coming here. I was instructed that I have to put in to-go order before I go. Oh. So let me forget <laughs> that. She needs. She needs the balls. The meatballs. Oh, boy. Yeah. Well, the meatballs. Because she's not getting any at home. No meatballs. <laughs> no, we don't make meatballs a lot, no. Wow, this is really good. <laughs> Spice level's good. Creamy as risotto should be. You're tasting all the flavors. Nothing's overwhelming mm-hmm. anything here. It's very, very good. These shrimp are like wrestling. Look at them. They're angry. All right, break it up. They are. They're angry. Break it up. Break it up. Those are pissed off shrimp. <laughs> so... Mm. Was it Wednesdays where you do your theme? Yeah, your theme Wednesdays meal? we do our themed lunch uh, special for the day, and uh, we're having a lot of fun with that. We started out with Cheers, and then uh, we moved on to, I think we did Seinfeld, and now we're on WWF Superstars. Yes. Yes. God, can you move on to that. some adult stuff now before, before he starts, starts whining about his wrestling shit? Not adult stuff. We got to think of something for uh, start next Wednesday. We're done with WWF. What do you think we should do next week? Music. You want to go rock and roll? Rock and roll? Mm-hmm. 80s, you want to go like hair bands or just, mm-hmm. yeah? Yeah. Right? Sure. That'd be cool. You got to think of something. Oh, lick, we could come up with some good Lick stuff. it up wings. <laughs> poison might not be good. No. I don't know poison. That'd be a big seller. <laughs> you don't want to have a hair band in your, in your risotto. Or warrant. I'm, warrant. I'm not sure warrant would be the best. <laughs> We'll come up with something before the end of the show. We know a drummer from Warren? I do. Quiet Riot. That could be, we could spin an awesome dish off Quiet Riot. There you go. Quiet Riot. Come on, feel the noise. Motley Crew. Motley Crewtons in your salad. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I saw a band called Motley Crewtons. There is a a band called, there is a local, well, local-ish band from Auburn. They were very good. Yeah, actually the singer from the band was, uh, the singer for the, ready? Have you ever heard of the band Manowar? Yeah. The singer for the band Motley Crouton, his it's brother it's is in Manowar. Son. Really? Oh, it's his son? Son. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, Eric is uh, the singer for Manowar. 
his son is the singer for Molly Crew. No kidding. No, he's not the singer. I think he's the guitar player. Singer. Is he? Yep. Eric Marullo. He's in the band. But yes. <laughs> he does something in the band. But yeah, final answer. He's in there. You, All know, right. you know Larry, our song guy that used to. Yeah. He was a drummer for that band. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yes. Keep talking. I want to eat this. Okay. All right, buddy. Um, out of everything on your menu, mm-hmm. what do you consider your signature dish? Oh, boy. That's tough. Um, I would say probably for the appetizer, I would say the angry garlic bites is our signature appetizer. Mm-hmm. Um, but the meatballs very quickly became tied with the bites as our best seller. Uh, the cool thing about the meatballs is that it's my grandmother's recipe. We were, we were going to ask that. Yeah. We, we already knew the answer, but we wanted to mm-hmm. come out and say Yeah, that. so it's, I, I'm almost uh, you know, overwhelmed by how well they sell because it's kind of, you know, it's, it's her legacy. It's her, it's her name carrying mm-hmm. on. That's awesome. That was given to my mother, and, uh, you know, the recipe was given to my mother and my mom, uh, and I figured it out so we could actually write it down. There was no recipe written down. Right. You know, they old, used to measure old school with Italians, hands. yeah. Like my grandmother used to grab my mother's hands and go, or my aunt would. She grab my mother's hands and go, eh, for you, one and a half hands. This <laughs> <laughs> would be like, okay, that's how they measured it out. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it took a it took a long time for for me and mom to figure out what the exact measurements were to put it on a scale, right. like like we do now. We're we're averaging about six hundred meatballs a week right now. And uh, it's about the same for the garlic bites. We're going through six yep. to seven hundred of those a week right now too. Now, if Billy so. didn't order what he orders, would you still be going through that much? Or? Probably not, because that's funny. <laughs> because usually when I come here, I get three things. I'll get the I'll get the you have like a um, antipasto. Yeah, do you have an antipasto salad? What kind of salad do you? What, what's what the salad? What kind of salad do you, you get? The co- you get the cob, don't you? The cob, cob salad. That's yeah, what cob I meant. Salad. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, Cob salad, bites, and the meatball. Yes. That's what I get all the time. And then what do you, what's the family eat? <laughs> I, I, I don't care. Stop it. Subway? They get a separate order. You stop at Subway and pick up turkey yeah. for them? Stop it. B, <laughs> BK. I just, just to make them feel better, I can stop at BK and get him the angry whopper. <laughs> <laughs> I got you angry Not stuff. Not your just average angry whopper. <laughs> I'll tell you, the, the wings. The wings, the garlic. Mm. The angry garlic yes. wings. Oh, every time we came in, my, my girlfriend was like, we're getting those wings. Thank you. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. The wings are. Uh, those became a pretty big seller too. We dust them in a rice flour, uh, make them nice and crispy, and you don't have to overcook them that way to get them right. crispy. You know, they're they're a good wing though. Nice. Uh, but Very yeah, good. the bites became one of our best sellers. The risotto probably became our, our best large plate seller. <laughs> look at look, it's becoming Billy's best seller. You don't need to take any home now, right? Bite your tongue. Yeah. <laughs> So you you allow your your chef creativity uh, license. I love the creativity that my kitchen gives me. Yeah. yeah. How, have you had the original chef throughout the process, or I know those? That's usually a volatile position that usually comes and goes. Yeah, I mean we've had a little bit of turnover in the kitchen. I I would say not nearly as much as an average restaurant does. Mm-hmm. But you know we've had a little bit of turnover in the kitchen. Uh, some moving on to other things, and and others just unfortunately not working out for right, other right. reasons. Um, but it's the nature of this industry. It's it's unfortunately a high turnover industry. Oh yeah, I would say probably eighty two percent of my staff has been here for uh, two years or more, and I've only been open two and a half years. That was a very specific percentage. Eighty two percent. I don't like. I, I don't like rounding up. Oh, oh, there goes Sally. She's gone. 
81 now. 81.3. <laughs> Bye, Sally. Damn you, Sally. Uh, so yeah, so again, I'm very blessed. My staff has been with me a long time, and uh, you know they're, they're a solid staff. Even when COVID was going on, uh, and then I decided, well, we were able to reopen and, and have people to guests be able to dine in again. I was nervous that a lot of staff wouldn't want to come in. You know, they're making all this money on unemployment. Mm-hmm. And uh, that and the fear of, of COVID, of course. Right. Uh, I was afraid I'd lose a good majority of my staff. But I, I had 25 people employed before COVID, and all 25 of them came back. Good for you. Yeah. That's awesome. And I was very, very happy about that. How much of your business is uh, switched, let's say, nowadays between takeout, delivery, or takeout, and the, I don't know if you subscribe with the Uber Eats. And I don't. Grubhub. No. I don't. Personally, I'm not a big fan of it, and, and I applaud you because why give them 30 percent of your business? Right. But how much is people coming and picking up now? Uh, uh, Pre-COVID, seventeen percent of my uh, sales were takeout. Mm-hmm. Right now, they're forty-one percent. Yeah, I, I was. I would have. I would have guessed almost half. Yep, forty-one percent. And so, I'm gonna read done with that thought. Yep. While you do that, I'm gonna eat that other shrimp. Yeah, it's good. Mm-hmm. I'm going to uh-huh. stay on that same subject, but take a sharp turn a little bit. When COVID hit, I'm going to go back to what you said earlier when you said people were calling pre-COVID and saying, oh, there's like a two to three hour wait. After COVID hit, you guys closed for what, a couple of days? And well, then you decided to, yeah, nah, we're, bro, we're, we're, we're going to do this. We closed for actually even a little bit more than a couple of days. So when COVID hit and we had to go full takeout and delivery curbside, mm-hmm. we were open for... A week, okay. and it was a nightmare. It was the worst. Because who knew you didn't have a plan in place? Who, exactly. who did? Who did? No, how much no food do you order? You're, you're almost. You don't want to order too much because it could go bad if they shut you down. Well, and and how do you go to from a full service restaurant to 100% takeout curbside right. delivery? Right. And uh, you don't have a plan of action in place for something right. like that. It's impossible. Right. So we we did a terrible job. I did, I did a terrible job of adjusting. And, and when I say that, you know, I have a tiny kitchen, and we used to pump out 300 to 330 dinners a night out of that kitchen for in-house dining. Right. Well, when you have, thankfully, all these guests calling and saying, you know, uh, we want to order, we want to order, we want to order, and, you know, thankfully, they were calling and saying we want to order. We were just putting the orders in. And, you know, we're like, all right, we got we to gotta somehow get these orders out the door we gotta get money coming in so we could still pay our staff you know thankfully these guests want to support us let's get their food ready and done and we're just taking order after order after order we buried the kitchen i mean so badly that we're sitting here saying yeah you come pick your order up at five o'clock 6 30 their order is finally getting done and it went that way for about two days and then um you know we we're slowly started figuring out how to reshape it, how to reshape it. And I just couldn't figure it out fast enough. And then I'm hearing all kinds of stuff about COVID getting worse and, and, and cases rising. And my wife and I said, you know what, we're shutting it down. And we did. We shut the restaurant down. Uh, we were about a week into it. We shut it down. And uh, we shut it down for exactly, it was exactly 20 days okay. by date. I think it was 17 or 18. I was driving her so crazy being in the house. <laughs> She's like, I got an idea. Open yeah. it back up. You guys <laughs> wanted two choices. Angry garlic 
Or angry, angry wife. wife. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I take the garlic all day long. I, I think I started eight different projects. And it's just a way I built. I can't sit still. You know, so I was driving her up a wall. I was up till 3 in the morning, getting back up at 6.30 in the morning and just getting started on, on a new project. And she literally looks at me. She's like, you need to open the restaurant back up. And I'm like, okay. You don't have to tell me twice. You know? Right. And, you know, I shut it down, obviously, to reconfigure how to do this whole takeout thing. But I also shut it down to keep the staff safe. Right, I didn't know right. what the hell was right. happening. Nobody right. did. And, no one did. And uh, I wanted to make sure that I wasn't hurting the staff or my family. You know, right. that's what it comes down to. The thing is, the good thing about, for a lot of people, um, God forbid anything ever were to happen again. You got a plan. You, you don't have to shut the door for one day. No. Because now the plan's in place already. Yeah. You already yeah, know yeah. what you got to do. All right, we're going to plan B. Here we go. Yeah, limited menu. This is, the, this is the hours. This is what we're going to do. So yeah. going off when you were doing your, your curbside pickup and your, and your, you know, your takeout stuff, um, you gave me a call one day and said, hey, yeah. I got an idea. Yeah. Fishbowl, yeah, yeah, it was that good. That was awesome. Uh, so my one of my, uh, my my duos played here. One of my bands played here many times. Uh, we were the first band to ever play here. Yes, you were. Um, and uh, he said, "I got an idea. I want to put. I got, I got an empty dining room right in front of the pitcher window out front, doing some curbside, some pickup stuff, and uh, I want to put some bands out there. Pitcher, pick." Picture oh, window. The picture, picture window. Oh, I didn't know. What you, I thought it was I a place where specific. they serve beer. Picture is the beer comes in. Sorry, Mr. Uh, pronunciation over there. So it said, yeah, let's do it. You know, uh, and it was great. We were like, like mannequin. We were three, like the movie. giant mannequins in the window. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> but it was great. We it ran a fun. ran a speaker out to the sidewalk. Yeah, put a little tip jar ski out there, and yep. and to the point where sometimes people were like. Yeah, can we, they were asking like the people bringing their food up. Can we just sit here and eat our food? They were eating the their dinners in their car, listening it was to the great. music. It was outstanding. It was, it was awesome. absolutely outstanding, and yeah. the feedback was phenomenal from the guests, right. and uh, even from other local musicians. You know, reaching out to me saying, "Hey, I think what you're doing is incredible for the musicians." And I'm like, "It's not what I'm doing. It's what we're doing together." You right. know, it's not just me. It's the yeah. musicians working with me. Yeah. It's you working with right. me. And uh, and figuring out a way to, to, to provide a little bit of normalcy. And that was a ways into COVID, right? That was a few months. That was a few that? months into COVID. So yeah. at that point, not only were people starving for food, but they were starving for a little entertainment. Absolutely. Too, you know. Yeah. So no, they, and I think a, they still are a little bit. Oh, they yeah. are. I yeah. mean, and you. I know you did. You did. What did you? You worked for Meatballs that that show, yeah. didn't you? Me, oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Grandma did us good that day. That was we'll good. work yeah. for yeah. balls. Stuff. I saw you had the T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> No, that was for my old job. <laughs> oh, oh, that's why he had knee pants. Okay. That's, that's wrong with you. This is a family podcast. No, it's not. No, it's not. No. No. The, the three people that listen to this are two <laughs> family members and and Zach. What's wrong with you? Oh, yeah. uh, let's talk. Speak. We. Oh, boy. look at this. Never mind. Ve- look at this vegan delight. What? Vegan delight. Look at this vegan vegan delight. What do we got here, Jeffrey? Oh, it is our newest burger on the menu. It's called the GPO. Uh, so this is one of those uh, social media. We were just talking about social media marketing. I had two burger concepts, and uh, this one, I, I brought it to the public. You know, one of them was a bruschetta burger with a homemade black garlic bruschetta. And the other was the GPO, which is a garlic pepper onion burger, all sauteed garlic pepper onion. It has a homemade bacon jam, melted cheddar cheese, and some greens on there. And, of course, uh, topped on our brisket short rib blend burger. It's outstanding. Wow. 
can't even talk. That's so good. <laughs> wow. First time for everything, we're speechless. That bacon jam's off the hook. I was just going there. Yeah. That it's ridiculous. so ridiculous. I know. Way. I want to cook it down and bathe in it. Where did you come up with these ideas? That's, I don't know, 27 years in the industry. <laughs> he stole the recipe from somebody <laughs> in Buffalo. Shut up. <laughs> so yeah. good. It's a collaborative effort, though. I, it's not I, all my ideas. It's I my mean, I know too. I've had bacon jams other places, but not like this. This is this is, brings it to a whole other level. Thank you. Wow. You put that with peanut butter. Peanut butter and bacon jam. Oh, yeah. I'm telling you right now, on a bagel. Mm. Mix that with the onions. That is good. That is really good. Thank you. Ridiculously good. Social media. The ang- theangrygarlic.com is your website. Yes, sir. Facebook, just type in Angry Garlic. It'll come up, right? Oh, yeah. Instagram, same thing. Yes, Angry simply. Garlic. I yep. know this because that's how I searched them. <laughs> but Twitter is at Garlic Angry. Yes, it is. Somebody already had it? <laughs> yes, they did. <laughs> Assholes. <laughs> same with dishing it out. Yep. You keep talking, though, because I'm eating this. I don't care. So what about... Uh, what about one of these weeks, a dishing it out burger? Ooh. I don't know what the hell would be on it, but. Dish oh, it out. Didn't you have an idea, Mike? What yeah, it, could would be be on fish, it? it could be a fish taco. No. No. Deep fried pork belly with a little ham and uh, maybe some uh, some angry garlic sauce over it or something. We could do that. Or the two angry fat guys, so that's yeah. perfect. Yeah. A little porky, a little hammy, especially some of his jokes. I can see it. Might have to put some corn salsa on it. Corny? Oh, corny. I see what you did. Yeah. Stupid. There it is, the angry, the angry garlic version of dishing it out. Plop cast. <laughs> Let me ask you this. We interviewed someone last week, and a question we had for them was, what are, what are your plans for the future? And his answer was, It's a, how, how did he word it? It's a uh, a, a, a boutique. Is that what he called it? A boutique or um, no? Basically, boil down to doesn't want to open up too many in one area. Going to think about heading toward Rochester or Buffalo. Mm-hmm. Albany. A different one in each city. Or because like he that. felt if you open too many in one town, you're just dividing up the number of people that were going to come to your place anyway. Yeah. So with that idea, I don't want to give you any kind of anxiety. Any plans for expansion in the future? 100%. Yes. Yes. Could Great make, answer. Could you make it right near see my, how Tossing you, I'll Fire? I'll take my address. Uh, right over near your seat. address in North Syracuse? <laughs> so, as you both probably know, I mean, one of the things that I make sure I do here, especially when I'm working the evening shifts, is to visit the tables. So I talk to my guests. All the time. Yep. Um, I love, love, love talking to the guests that come in here. Not only just to see how everything's going with them but I, I want to get to know them I like to know where they're driving from to come visit us and that's how I determine where I'm going to go next um, you know if a majority of my guests are Camillus or North Syracuse or uh, Baldensville or Auburn which seems to be where a majority of my guests are coming from uh, believe it or not they're driving in from Rochester to have dinner from here as well it's, it's crazy that's awesome um and I'm not getting much from, say, the east. I'm not getting much from uh, Fayetteville, Manlius, or, you know, over that way. Right. Then I'm going to concentrate on going over that way, you know. 
Uh, I don't want to go to another city just yet. I mean, eventually, I'd love to go to Rochester eventually. I think Rochester is a great area to open up another uh, Angry Garlic. But right now, uh, yes, we are going to expand. We're going to open up another place. Uh, my five-year plan was to have three places open in five years. Awesome. Uh, and you're in what, year three? I'm, in, uh, two, I'm at two and, a half. two and a half right now, yeah. Nice. So we're approaching year three in September. Um, and my goal here is, yes, I want another place open. I do. I have awesome. the itch again. <laughs> What problem I think you're going to have to find someone like you? Uh, I already have uh, an individual picked out Okay. that can absolutely run a restaurant for can me. Be you. She, yeah. she's, she's incredible. Her and I have been working together for, I don't know, for almost 20 years. It's not your wife, is it? No. Okay. She works here now? Uh, she does, yes. Yeah. She's my work wife. Never mind. Just don't go there, pal. I was going to throw a name out, but if no. it's wrong. No, that would be dumb. Really? They can what? hear you through the microphone. Yeah, the moisture from your lips. <laughs> nummy num. Beatrice. Is it Beatrice? It is. Yes, it is. I knew it. Her name was Nummy Num. <laughs> no. Oh, that was just me eating my food. Nom, All right, nom, well, now nom, that we nom. tried these three plates, what else we got? <laughs> just, just I'm, I'm actually no? full. You're not full. Oh, never mind. Um, full. No. So that's good to know. Yeah. Any insight on one of those places that you named? North Syracuse. No, Long, Long, Bran- Long Branch Road. So North pulled. Syracuse. All I remember, all I heard was North Syracuse. They, that's oh my a, god, that's where I live. That's they so all weird. So, they all come <laughs> here quite often, so I don't need to open yeah. a place in North Syracuse. Saratoga. That's the that's the person that's going to run the other restaurant. Saratoga. Yeah, no, Sarah. Well, that's her clothing preference. Sarah's wearing togas. Stupid. In an angry way. All right, one more thing we got to cover here, Jeffrey. April third, a couple weeks away. Oh, oh no, I I'm sorry. Wait. This is gonna. This is going. This is this is uh, being lifted up on uh, the 27th. So Days this coming away. Saturday. They've already missed this it. This coming? No, they haven't. No, we've done that before though. <laughs> we talked about stuff. It's like, wait, that happened last night. Bill Ali was on. <laughs> yeah. How was your show last how night? Was your show last night, Bill. <laughs> Seeing as how he it's recorded like, a week before his show, <laughs> packed. It's like, hope I made it. Standing there. room only. <laughs> So April 3rd, my duo, Billy J and Dion, will be back. As we said earlier, we were the first band to ever play here. Yes. We played your one-year anniversary party. Christmas party. Played the Christmas party. Yeah. We will be, and, and, and you reached out to me and said, I'm going to start booking bands again. I said, I have one condition, Jeff. I want to be the first post-COVID band to play it that we got. We have a rep. As they say in Greece, too. I got a rep to protect. I'll play this week for free. I got uh, a rep to protect. Just to piss them off. Yeah, but nobody's going to watch you play chess. Well, it depends on who you're playing. Tiddlywinks. Oh, or I don't care if they wink or not. I'll be honest with you. You were the first one I reached out to. I didn't want anyone else playing, being the first one to play. Well, That's you awesome. don't want to take a chance with bigger money. That's you just, awesome. You want to start small. Oh, wow. wow. Small? Thank you. <laughs> yeah, no. Even after that burger? Yeah, no, they'll, still have, the a, they'll still have to clear out a part, part of the <laughs> dining room for you. Yeah, so Skinny. looking very, very forward to it. I can't wait. This is definitely our favorite place to play. It's Thank always you. a blast. Um because you're working for meatballs again. Meat working, for, yeah, yeah. Grandma's meatballs will be paying, paying well. Yeah, yeah. We got that coming up, uh, April 10th. We're rolling out uh, the Beeville first annual Beeville Chowder Cookoff. Saw Did that. You see that? Chowder. Yeah. Fifteen restaurants in that. No it's gonna kidding. be cool. It's That's gonna be a lot of fun. Cool. We got a lot of so fun you're gonna do like a little chowder hop? Or are you all gonna 
coagulate in one area? Uh, no, it's going to be chowder hop. Go to, uh, from, from restaurant to restaurant. I'm encouraging them all to put a table in front so we're not overcrowding the insides, of course, because mm-hmm. we're still going to be at either a 50 or 75%. No, we'll be at 75% capacity at that point. Right. Um, but unfortunately, we still can't pack the places, so... They'll all have tables in front, easy right. scoop and serve. Now, they do a big chowder uh, chowder walk like that out in Saratoga, where my girlfriend's from. Oh, they do? And, oh, yeah. The, the whole the whole town yeah. gets involved. And awesome. it's you're driving from, it's like, you know, it's a chowder hop. Sure. You're driving from place to place, and you're eating a little, tiny little cup, and yeah. it's just so the, good stuff. So the chowder cook-off, is it called chowder? Yeah. Cook, chowder cook-off, the, yeah. the uh, Taste of Beeville, the Beeville Dining Week, are you do had that stuff up? Yeah. Mostly. <laughs> Mostly, yeah. Kind of like take the reins on it? Yeah, it's stuff that I introduce to uh, the community and to the chamber and to the other restaurants, and uh, that we all chip in to make it happen. You're an amazing nice. dude, dude. <laughs> dude, dude. Dude, dude. dude. <laughs> like, you well, got, yeah, well, I, I mean, you up? got nothing else yeah. to do. You're only running a full-time restaurant, doing everything in the restaurant, and running the social media on it as well. So and picking up cigarette butts Cigarette, cigarette picker-upper. Yeah. I haven't yeah. done yeah. that yeah. Picking so the, many years. Picking the music list. <laughs> Vice president uh, of At least uh, on the third, nicotine. I'll help you pick the music list for you. Nicotine remediation. Vice president of nicotine remediation. Yeah. yeah. Cigarette picker-upper. You're, you're good at coming up with those official names. <laughs> well, you know. I'm what are we calling this? Eating this food. Gluttony. <laughs> That's the official name. <laughs> Gluttony. I don't know. I, 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 all I know is that it was damn good. Uh, that was you. fantastic. I appreciate and he says, This is only three of the dishes of the many things. Well, we can sit the, here longer. Oh, oh I'm going to turn this off in a couple of minutes, but just, that doesn't mean I'm leaving. I'm yeah, going we just to need finish to keep every crumb of everything No, I'm going to eat those. Can't have but I'm, You're done. I'm going to have Nope. Them. All right. Never mind. <laughs> Waitress, I have place another order. <laughs> All right, dishing it out has uh, been a long one this time, and for good reason. Mr. Jeff Rogers here at The Angry Garlic, 29 Oswego Street in Baldwinsville, New York. If you, first of all, if, you, if, if you've never been here. here, you're dumb. But if you, you're dumb. But if you have, obviously you're going to be coming back. Hey, why don't you stop back on April 3rd? we got some great music going on that night. Yeah, you oh, yeah. should get down here around 4. <laughs> and stay all night. Perfect. Hurry good up idea. And eat. Hurry good up idea, and eat buddy. before it's... Then it's the sour garlic. Jeff, thanks a lot, man. I Thank appreciate you guys. it. I appreciate you. Found out a lot about you. Most I'm going to tell you this, already, Jeff. He, he's been talking. I, you know, we all know people in this industry. Yes, sir. And we have just kept the foot off the gas, waiting to book our next, our next restaurants and everything. Because Billy was like, "No, I was the first band. He should be one of the first restaurants." So. Thank you. Yeah. I Absolutely. appreciate that yeah. very much, and, guys. And, and I, I concur. You, you do a great for the community, and you're doing a great thing for the. For the uh, for the palate, so thank you. Now we can book that burned dairy for next week. Uh, no, next week we are at the uh, Piggly Wiggly. Piggly Wiggly. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's the last place your band played, opening up for the broccoli display at Wegmans, <laughs> wasn't it? Oh yeah, did I play in the cafe at Wegmans? He's like, yeah. Oh, that's great. What are he you going to play in the frozen I'm, food section goes, next week? He goes, do it. I'm playing at Wegmans. I go. What are they coming out with new new broccoli or something for you? <laughs> oh, well, we're playing at Wegmans for an hour. Wow. It's a gig. This it's a gig. Like, you know? It's like a Come scene on. from Absolutely. from uh, Spinal Tap. Playing at oh, Chuck E. Cheese wrong next turn. week. No, I didn't. No, you're no, in the right the spot. Place. This is really where we're playing. <laughs> All right, Jeffrey. Looks like it's pack, picking up a little bit in here. Dinner time is right around the corner. Yeah, we're getting there. And uh, we're going to shut this stuff down, mow the rest of this food on here, and uh, Get enjoy an order ourselves. of balls to go. Thank you, brother. Oh, that's right. I got oh, don't let yeah, me I get the meatballs. Oh, yeah. Go home without that. I'll be back in like 20 minutes. I'm back. That's all right. Have another beer. I know. There you go. Perfect. (laughs) 
Oh, and I see they have Fiddlehead, so we do have to stick around. Fiddlehead. What'd you call me? Favorite beer of all time. All right, it's good. Oh, yeah. It's good beer. So with that said, it's time to do a little... A little music? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's fine. Hey, that I'm going to do a little great. music. Oh, there it is. There it is. Oh, yeah. Suck it, suck it now. <laughs> what? 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 Oh. oh, I just looked across the table. There's one more Reuben ball. Garlic. And there it goes. Son of a bitch. Don't put your hand on my balls. Dish in it out. Don't worry. We got a few more coming up a few for more this balls. week. This one here is on location. We're oh. going to do the rest from the studio. We're coming back. Oh, yeah. We're going to come back for the next uh, the next special polenta. Yeah. Mm. 